you can name it, there's a guy who's fucked it. Oh, yeah. Blenders. Guys have fucked blenders. <sighs> guy fucking a snake. <laughs> yeah, guy no, right. tables. The snake pussy. Chairs. He's got a big anaconda. There was a problem there. Fix it. Fix it. Okay, I'm sorry I even said it. I'm sorry <laughs> I said it. That's... <laughs> What is good? Welcome to the live stream. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and donate. The preferred way of donating is hitting the stream live link in the chat. What's good? What's up? What's popping? Unique is a real name a black woman would give her daughter. Chris Cuomo fired from CNN. Yes, I know. Gavin McGinnis has already celebrated it. Oopster still milking the clearing the hallway story. Yeah, apparently it's another story. Uh, Radio Gunk asked him a question. Weren't they supposed to go live tonight? Are they live? I believe they were talking about the Howard Stern fucking uh, thingy again. The seminar video. But how was your Saturday? I woke up this morning and expected I would be able to watch Real Time with Bill Maher, but I guess he did not do a show yesterday. 8 p.m.? It's 8.10. And doesn't she live in New York, or are they going off at L.A. time or something? What's up, Ryan Swayze? Oh, it's moved to Tuesday. Gundalunk. Wonder why. As always, dude, I found, like, the cheating gun in fucking Vanguard. So I've been do doing nothing but, uh, ship house. The double barrel shotgun. I've been dropping fucking 100 kill games with that motherfucker. <laughs> Especially in Das House. Like in Shipment, because they're just doing Team Deathmatch, so the game lasts fucking two minutes. But all Domination Das House, I've been dropping uh, like half the games, 100 fucking kills, and if not, high 90s. Holy shit. That shit slaps. What's up, Andy Violin? What's up, Randy Hinkle? Cuomo needs to be charged for crimes against humanity for the elderly COVID murders he committed. My grandma died of COVID in a nursing home. But I'm in Rhode Island. And our fucking governor is now like the Secretary of Treasury or some shit. <laughs> and something tells me Chris Cuomo is going to be just fine financially. Here's my prediction about Chris Cuomo, by the way. My prediction. Switches up his politics, tries to get hired at Fox News. Isn't it weird that Tucker Carlson, like, defended him? 
So weird. The Cuomo's are German. Are they? <laughs> Cuomo's a... That seems like kind of an Italian name, doesn't it? The Cuomo's, is that just short for their cunt homos? That's exactly what I thought, Chris Cuomo, a grift of Fox News. Because one could argue he was never really the biggest lefty-lefty guy. Yes, I turned down an amazing $200 deal. <laughs> Cuomo is not their real name? Wasn't their dad's name Cuomo? And wasn't he a governor of New York too? I don't fucking know. You know, they could be German. And like my fucking... My family's German, Irish, French, British. They're all that shit. It's all the same shit. Scottish, Irish. No Asian, though. Well, Native American, so I guess technically Asian, too, because that's where the Native Americans came from. What is it about the sun, you know, when the Asians crossed to come to the Americas, that... Because a lot of the Indians still have, like, the Asian eyes. But does the sun make your dick grow bigger? Because Indians, you know, Native Americans aren't known for, like, small dicks. Maybe they got them. And how come the ones that stayed in fucking Alaska still look really Asian? The Eskimos. They're Italians. I think it's the current NYC mayor with the fake Italian name. De Blasio? He has a black son with an afro, you know. He's a fag. <clears throat> the greatest living Cape Verdean. Why, thank you. <laughs> Alright, uh, I said we'll check out this uh, Opie thing first. Brother man, brother man. He did another brother man video the other day. He's Wilhelm. See, fucking... Costanza's boss? What was he doing? Really doing Costanza's work? And fucking not getting the credit work because he forgot to take his medication? Did he catch. Thought George was stealing equipment because he was sweating from the Kung Pao? George likes spicy chicken. <laughs> 
right, let's see what the oopster had to say. My God, he's become Asian. Hey, Radio Gunk. Uh, would love to know what the full extent of the law was when that creepy con man carcass, high pitch Eric, made a bomb threat to your show. And was Howard implicated? Very, very nice. And I, I think uh, high pitch Eric did that on his own to get in good with Howard. Hey, Radio. You know, I was just thinking if you called the cops to Opie's house right now and said a homeless man broke into a multi million dollar apartment and it is squatting they would show up and arrest him you look and, and they would look at him sitting on his couch holding a microphone trying to do a show like this homeless motherfucker broke in here trying to squat and do a shit show this guy can't possibly be the guy who actually lives here look at this shit equipment you have to go downtown George it's all Downtown. Downtown. Gunk, uh, would love to know what the full extent of the law was when that creepy con man carcass, high pitch Eric, made a bomb threat to your show. And was Howard implicated? Very, very nice. And I, I think uh, high pitch Eric did that on his own to getting good with Howard. It was a real thing that happened, but it just shows you how much power Howard had. Nothing happened to high pitch Eric, and nothing happened to Howard. Me and me and Anthony had to just eat that. We had to absolutely eat a death threat. That now high pitch Eric makes more money than you on Cameo. It's coming from Howard's camp. That's how powerful Howard is. And ah, oh, we raised a stink. And they did nothing about it. I don't even think they gave the kid a slap on the wrist because even if they gave him a slap on the on on the wrist, Howard would have lost his shit over that. Howard was, and I'm I'm telling you, you can love him all you want, but he is the biggest fucking baby. Oh, and he'll talk really tough on the air. Lately, he goes he's going after Aaron Rodgers, and he's getting all sorts of headlines and all that. But he fights most of his battles when the mics are off behind the scenes. He's a Big, and I mean a big baby. And he uses all resources behind the scenes. All of them. So then something real happened to us. And the company basically was like, we ain't going to do nothing. I'm like, it was a death threat. I don't know what to tell you. What the I fuck happened to his eyes? He just opened up his eyes wide. And it looked like fucking a Japanese woman. What is going on with his eyes, man? Because at first I was like, is his eyes look fucked up? Because he, he's on his phone and he has a plugged in microphone. So I'm like, maybe he's squinting at, you know, trying to read the chat on his phone. But he went back, right, opening his eyes wide. And they're all Chinese, like, trying to open it wide. Opie. Going out with your eyes, you Asian nigga? Does your pussy go this way instead of this way? I don't know what to tell you was the answer. But then if we did some little dumb thing to Howard, all hell would break loose. We weren't doing stuff on that level, that's for sure. You know, we would do just dumb stuff like uh, show up at his press conference for his new TV show. And he refused. This is what kind of a baby he is. He was 
He refused to show up. And, and the media is like, why? Why is Howard late? And the reason he was late was because me and Anthony were in the back row eating dumb sandwiches. And they didn't know what to do with us. And then they escort us out right past his dumb limo. And that was after our program director, who now works for Howard, uh, came running to uh, the plaza in New York City, running and said to us, what the hell are you guys doing here? Howard called up uh, Ken Stevens and he's yelling and screaming and ripping him a new one. And we're like, Jeremy, we're just here to check out the press conference. We work for the same company. Jeremy Spokane. Oh, Howard is so mad. Howard never talked about that on the air. Never talked about it on the air. Oh, but he talked about it on the phone with everyone that uh, he could get a hold of, every single one of them. Ripping Ken Stevens a new one, yelling and screaming at Jeremy, pouting in his limo outside the uh, Plaza Hotel in New York City. And then we had to walk by the limo. And guess what? I slowed down enough so I could look over my shoulder, and sure enough, we were about, I don't know. It's Where's been many LeBron? The one everyone's been talking about? No, I don't really watch basketball. I watched basketball when Michael Jordan played. After that, there was really no point. Years now, but we were a good 50, 60 yards away from the limo. By the way, hot take. If you ever do a basketball hot take, real quick. If you're ever starting your greatest basketball team ever most people would take michael jordan i'd take him number two i would take magic johnson over michael jordan to be honest with you that's my hot take on basketball and that freak of nature popped out of the limo and walked into the into the uh, the plaza hotel to do his dumb press conference that's your hero never mentioned it on the air which would have been a great story. Oh, certainly we mentioned it on the air, and we got in trouble for that too because they told us not to mention it on the air. I'm like, why? This is completely ridiculous. We literally went to his press conference going, you know what? We both work for the same company. What you the fuck happened to your eyes? A press conference for a TV show. We weren't even going to do anything. We literally, out of curiosity, went down there around, uh, I think it was around lunchtime before our show started at 3. Literally weren't going to do anything. And everyone started turning around because uh, that was the days when we were really famous. Not anymore. I understand. It's okay. Um, and like, you asked me, I saw the LeBron James fight. Back when Michael Jordan, they fought all the fucking time. Which was dumb. <laughs> where we literally couldn't Athletes shouldn't fight. They don't. That's why I think like hockey people hate this take and like Bill Burr hates this take, they got to take the fucking fighting out of hockey. It, it's so dumb watching two people who don't know how to fight and we all got to stop and watch them do this. I hold your jersey punch. Just play the fucking game. Streets without getting recognized all over the place and people in there like, how, oh my God, you guys are here. You're not going to do anything. And I'm like, I'm looking at Anthony like, this is like the perfect scenario because we literally were not going to do anything. But then, uh, but then, you know, in retrospect, everyone's like, wow, the balls on Opie and Anthony, they show up at Howard's press conference. I wonder what they would have done if they weren't uh, dragged out of the place. But sadly, I'm here to tell you all these years later, we weren't going to do anything. We were just going to sit and check out the press conference 
and maybe show a little support for a guy we were at odds with. And, you know, that didn't help our relationship over the years, obviously. Uh, did Tim Sabian tell you Howard fired him when he said he had to take his dad uh, into a hospice? Yeah, that's pretty much uh, how I heard it from Tim. 100%. God, this radio gunk is getting me to open up. That- I would have fired him, too. What was that? How much time did fucking Tim ask all for again? I remember that. Yeah, I would have fucking fired him, too. And an aunt in hospice. I think she lasted like a week and a half. She got to see Andre, though. It was like 10 years ago, my Aunt Penny. But, yeah, when someone goes into hospice, two weeks tops, um, you don't really get to take care of anything. It sucks. We're all probably going to end up there. Put that on your mind. We'll be lucky to. Think, fuck, I think my Aunt Penny was like 80. Ow! <laughs> Radio gunk. This is funny. Howard won't even mention he's a grandfather now. I didn't even know that. The world's oldest anorexic teenage girl won't admit he's a grandpa. And Beth is a step-grandma. <laughs> Jesus. Grandpa Stern. Oh. You know those grandkids are just like, die. You get a shitty fucking Christmas gifts. You're a billionaire. <laughs> Larry Bird. Great. Another great one. Larry Bird was very good, but like I said, I would take Michael Jordan, personally. I mean, I would take Magic Johnson over Michael Jordan, just personally. Love the MJ, though. And like I said, I stopped watching basketball after he retired for the final night. There was no point to watch it. Like, I stopped watching baseball after the Red Sox won. And after Barry Bonds. Like, I kind of stopped watching after Barry Bonds, but I picked back up because the Red Sox were right in it. And then after that, I didn't care. I'm a football guy. Foosball! Ding, Bobby Boucher, your foosball. So, Chris Cuomo has been fired! They got him the fuck out of here. And uh, and Gavin McGinnis wants to celebrate this. Arsenal and Manchester. Soccer stinks. Whoop bang 20,000 women. Probably 2,000. It, 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 dude. You've gotten pussy. I've gotten pussy. Do you really? It, by the way, if you're keeping count, you're really not getting pussy. 
Now, I'm not saying for Wilt. Obviously, Wilt Chamberlain banged bitches. But at that level, you're keeping count? Keeping count. I guess it's not impossible. I assume, like, Motley Crue probably banged 20,000 bitches. Each of them. But, um... Who's keeping count? I would say if you know how many bitches you fucked, you really didn't fuck that many bitches. I couldn't tell you how many bitches I fucked. And yes, I'm putting hookers in my number. The new, there's new info. Nigga, when he was suspended, everyone knew he was fired. Much like the Holocaust, Wilt's body count is highly exaggerated. That's the thing. I don't know. If you're a rich, famous dude and you fuck like four bitches a day, one would assume that adds up over like 10 or 20 years to 20,000. Does it? Like if you're a rich famous guy, I would assume you can fuck at least four bitches a day. Probably more, but uh, you got shit to do because you're a rich famous guy and you didn't become a rich famous guy just fucking bitches. But if you're a single rich famous guy, you fit in a schedule to fuck four bitches a day, you do that for two decades. How many bitches is that? And yet he didn't get AIDS. Maybe he wrapped up. And by the way, if you use the condom, I don't count it. Oh, I swim like a fish. I'm a great swimmer. And them niggas don't get me too. Those guys don't get me too. Get two fucks a day that I'm done. Well, yeah, but you got the two fucks with your bitch. You don't got new hot pussy offered to you four times a day. What I think about, I made a video about it. I think it's fucking stupid and it's dumb. By the way, as someone who gets dislikes on YouTube, that was a great algorithm booster, too. Getting a shit, no, like, almost no likes and a shitload of dislikes would put your video in an algorithm and you get way more views off of it. It's still weird seeing videos where all you can do is like it, but you can't dislike it. It's so bizarre.
Cape. Yeah, like I'm saying, I'm from I'm Cape Verdean. We're we're literally fishing people from islands, <laughs> and we're Creole. You know what they do to us as babies? It's a true true thing I'm telling you. What Cape Verdeans do to their babies? It's almost like 300, but not right when you're born. Like, um, when you're around a year old, they just throw you in the pool. Yeah, they'll jump in next to you and shit. And, but they get you ready with the water. They get you naturalized with the water. YouTube's algorithm tabulation will change January 5th. What is bigger? Cape Verde. I think every island at Cape Verde is bigger than Rhode Island. But, uh, yeah, uh, Gavin McGinnis. Chris Cuomo fired. He's celebrating it. Let's check it out. Nobody reads the terms of service. You can re-enable the dislikes on YouTube with the Google Chrome extension. Can you? I'm trying to figure all that out, though. Sounds like a fucking thing and a half, and you're probably bullshitting. His demise. Let's dance on his grave, shall we? The 10 greatest moments of Chris Cuomo's career. I feel the same way about Chris Cuomo that you do, that his uh, fellow staffers do, that everyone does. He's a douche. He's a member of the uh, douchebag Zip Brothers, Andrew and Chris, world-renowned fuckheads. They come from a guy named Mario Cuomo, who was so arrogant, it was kind of endearing when he ran against Ed Koch, who was known as uh, a gay... By the way, what is that? What is that? Mario. It's Mario. We have a legendary video game called Mario, not Mario. Why do people say Mario? It's Mario. A at the time because he's gay. The motto was vote for Cuomo, not the homo, which is probably why Andrew includes rainbows in everything he does. So Mario uh, was a thing. Mario is Mario. Pussy, but he married a mobster wife. So he became a mobster wife. And then he liked that tough guy thing. Hey, I'm kind of a tough guy. I'm kind of a Tony. Hey, T. Very difficult situation. By the way, their dad was a Jew fuck. So his kids grew up mimicking his dad's phony wise guy shit. So now they think they're tough guys. Say, hey, Andrew Cuomo said to me in a tweet once, he's like, Hey, Gavin, I'm a tough guy from Queens. I don't want to tolerate violence. You want to fight me? What? So you hate violence, but you want to fight me because you're from Queens. I'm a Queens boy, they always say. Yeah, you grew up in a very affluent neighborhood. Queens is upper middle class. 
where you are, my friend. You're not a tough guy. You I'm fucking South dork. Jamaica, nigga. Anyway, uh, Andrew's always been a shit bag. I remember when he started out 10 years ago as the governor, there was all this money that poured into Albany. He stole it all. Albany was going to be the new Manhattan. We need several billion dollars to make it happen. What? No one wants to live in the tundra. He stole it all. All his friends went to jail. He did fine. Arrogance is snowballing. He, I'm a wise guy. I can do whatever I want. He starts grabbing tits. And uh, Chris, who's on CNN... Is part of the Cuomo family. It's not nepotism that got me this job. We're just awesome. No, you're imbeciles. You're rich and powerful morons. So now they're both ruined. They obviously don't care about money. They've always been rich. But it's nice to see megalomaniacs who are totally obsessed with how they're perceived have their legacy flushed down the toilet. I mean, Well, Costanza's parents had money and they did live in Queens. I think the only shit part of Queens is, I don't know anything about New York, but Queensbridge and um, Jamaica, Queens. I couldn't. All my knowledge about Queens is from Seinfeld and rap songs. I couldn't come up with a better revenge for these two fucking assholes. So we're all dancing. Southside Jamaica, Queens is shit. Jamaica, Queens might be nice. Maybe the Southside's just shitty. I only know this from G-Unit. In the streets, we're all thrilled that the sword of Damocles above this asshole's head finally snapped and sunk into his skull. So let's start with number 10. Of course, everyone remembers the Frito freakout. CNN, MSNBC, they like to call Donald Trump Jr. Frito, which makes no sense. It's much... Right. He said Mario, and now he's saying Frito. It's Fredo. Is this Gavin's Canadian accent kicking in? It's Mario and Fredo. Mario and Fredo, not Mario and Frito. You eat Fritos. It's more applicable to Chris. And two guys come up to him at a party and they go, hey, Frito. And he goes, the weirdest reaction. Why is he keep saying Frito? Are you just kind of, why does he keep saying Frito? Am I tripping or does he keep saying Frito? <laughs> Why is he saying Frito? Now I kind of want a bag of Fritos. <laughs> Why is he saying Frito? Like I can, because I've heard other people make the Mario mistake. I've never, it's Fredo, not Frito. Never, he goes, that's an insult. That's a fictional character. My name's Chris. What? That's like you call him an asshole. He's like, no, poo comes out of that. It's in your bum bum. I'm a guy. Yeah, I know. I'm insulting you. Man apparently called Pomo by the name Fredo, referring Fredo. to the fictional character Keep from the Godfather Fredo. films, which led. Oh, he acknowledged it. All right, thank God. To this confrontation. <laughs> I, thought that, I, thought, I thought that's who you were. Oh, no, from the right, call me Fredo. My name is Chris Cuomo. I'm an anchor on CNN. Oh, you're much Fredo is from the Godfather. He was that weak brother. Isn't that your? And they use it as an Italian aspersion. Any of you Italian? Are you Italian? It's a insult to your people. It's an insult to your people. It's like the N word for us. Yeah, I'm insulting you. <laughs> Thanks for explaining my insult back to me. Fuckhead. You know what a fuckhead is? That's when you get a blowjob, but you do all the work. Yeah, okay, I'm not really talking about that. I'm insulting you, Chris. Number nine, of course. They're the N-word for Italians. You're niggas. 
You got conquered by niggas. And they had power in your country. That is state the Moors. By the way, if you really go into that story, black people could claim they discovered America because there were Moors. They had representation on those Columbus ships because they conquered so much of fucking Italy. They got some more um, people on those ships. By the way, the Moors weren't even really black. They were just North African, like Moroccans and shit. <laughs> They're Middle Easterners, but black people are going to make everything about them. <laughs> oh, you wish you were Kate Verde, but you're not. Uh, yeah, the, the Moors. Of course, the fake way. The Moors are black like the Egyptians were, then they do the DNA testing, and they're like 80% European. Nigga, the Moors were Muslims. <laughs> Middle Easterners. Eights. Lifting 100 pounds over your head if you're one of the top bodybuilders in America is like this. Oh, fucking... <laughs> Next time you're at the gym, go pick up a 75-pound weight. It feels like a car. It's fucking heavy. I'm sure it's possible to go like oh, that yeah, with it if you're weights. a major bodybuilder like, say, this dude who was not happy with this. This guy went a little overboard. He goes... By, by him using a fake weight, he's trivializing all the hard work we do. Well, the hard work you do is pretty trivial. I've but been, anyway. I bench 75s. What? I bench 75-pound dumbbells. You bench them? Yeah, 8 to 10. Yeah. Okay, Ryan, thanks for interrupting the show with your <laughs> usual garbage. Do you go like this with them? I haven't tried it. Okay, give it a whirl and get back to me. Anyway, show the footage of him with his weight where one of his staffers, who clearly despises him, has to do this thing where when he's handed the thing, which you can tell by looking at the way it moves, is clearly three pounds. He has to go, oh, geez, what a heavy weight, boss. Chris, what are you doing? Just getting a little pre-show pump. What does that know? say? Uh, Cuomo prime time. Hashtag let's get after it. 100 pounds, you know, just kind of work it out a little bit like You can only fit four Your things on an eraser board. Mr. Mandalay, grace hey. us with your presence. Tell him what you do. Hey, I do all the video for the show. That's it? That's all you do here? Can I just pretty leave much. and get back and to work? No, we're doing a weight bit. Just make everything look pretty for you. He's very bright. He's got great ideas, and that's why he's on the team. Team Cuomo, strong. Pass the torch. He's oh. Oh. A little work to do. All right. Back. Did you say holy fuck? Did <laughs> yeah, he did. Did he? He's oh, he's oh, he's oh, work to do. oh, I think he right. did say fuck. I bet there's a hundred people dancing at CNN right now that they don't have to tolerate this fucking douche. Or his um, handwriting on the on the blackboard on the whiteboard there. Yeah, I already mentioned that, Ryan. No, you you probably that was just the first recording. Up. What? That was the first recording. Shut up. Number eight. He denied existing. This is fantastic. So Chris Cuomo is diagnosed with COVID, we're told. I don't believe him. And he says he's going to go down into the basement for two weeks. Look at me, look at me, look at me. Of course, spoiled basement. brats don't like actually doing the thing. They'd rather lift a fake weight. That was a bit he was doing. And Gavin was saying he's making his interns have to go with a shit bit. 
Although Gavin's done shit bits too with the throwing in the milkshake things. Then lift 100 pounds. They'd rather go examine their house in the Hamptons and see how that little fun project is going. Then they'd rather do that than sit in a basement. So he thought, I'll just have it both ways. I'll tell everyone I'm in the basement for two weeks. Then I'll go to the Hamptons. Of course, someone sees him there. They heard on the news that he has COVID. They see him without a mask. They go, what are you doing? And he starts insulting the guy to the point where the guy has to file a police report because he's worried about his safety. Hamptons cyclist files police report after verbal confrontation with CNN's Chris Cuomo. Uh, yeah, and he was on Tucker. Do you have any of that audio? Show him, show him on the Tucker thing. Words were, uh, what the hell do you know about this? What do you know about the rules? Um, I like to say he was like a uh, a, a, a a boiling pot. You could. Yeah, you know why he was like a boiling pot? Testosterone. He's clearly getting testosterone injections, and we know that what that does to your old temperuni. All right, Kumia. Oh, that explains a lot. If you're like coming into the testosterone. Um, number so he denied existing was was eight. Number seven, he knew he was going to get shit for that. He knew it was going to blow up. He just got caught lying. CNN is the most trusted news source in the world. So now you're in a predicament here. I'm probably going to get toasted. I've been fired a million times. I'm annoying. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to lay the groundwork and go, actually, I want to quit CNN. I hate it. Okay. So now when you're fired, they go, oh, CNN got hurt because he hates them. Like Stern does this with America's Got Talent. He's like, I got sick of doing it, man. It was so gay. No, dude, you got fired. No one likes you. Jackass, loser, fat tire breaker. So go to the radio show where he talks about how he's going to quit. I don't want to spend my time doing things that I don't think are valuable enough to me personally. Like what? Well, like what? He's interviewing himself. What I do professionally, I've decided. Um, I like doing this show. I like talking to you guys, but I don't value indulging irrationality, hyperpartisanship. I don't think it's worth my time, and I don't want some jackass loser fat stop, tire stop. biker. This is like the Weather Underground pretending that they're all about Vietnam. So I want to quit CNN because I'm promoting hyperpartisanship immediately drops that and goes to, I don't want to be in a situation where I can't beat the shit out of someone who confronts me in the Hamptons for lying. Uh, You'd still get fired from your radio show if you were beating the shit out of people who caught you lying, dummy. It's all the same. So this was so, he's so transparent. What's he up to? He's got back hair, Des is dyeing her hair, is stinking up the goddamn house with hair dye. Ugh. How many times can somebody dye their hair? He's a moron. That's what happens with lack of a job or skills. Start inventing stuff you gotta do, like dye your hair every week. I don't like throwing the word dumb around, but he's a fucking imbecile. And he thinks we can't see this is him covering his ass for his imminent demise. He must have known he's gonna get fired. (laughs) And he did. Spoiler alert, that's coming up. All right. um, Number six, he became Jesus. So just like Stalin, 
You know, all these communist leaders, Kim Jong-un would do this thing where he'd pretend he was swimming across this terrible river with an intense current because he had scuba divers underneath with little jet packs. So they'd see him just, it looks ridiculous. He's like swimming super fast and and I, I think Che Guevara or Fidel would do this with basketball they'd edit these videos where they look like gods it's what people drunk with power do power corrupts absolute power corrupts absolutely so Chris thinks that we're gonna forget number seven and number eight when he got caught in the Hamptons so he comes out of the cave like Jesus after three now Hold on, car out there to show you it, though. Days, and he emerges like nothing ever happened, and he he's got his two weeks in, and look how awkward he is. All right, here it is: the official reentry from the basement, cleared by CDC. A little sweaty, just worked out. Happens. This is what I've been dreaming <sighs> of, literally for weeks. Literally My for weeks. Right. <laughs> you haven't seen your wife for weeks? Did you see she her at the Hamptons when you were with her? CDC. She doesn't have yeah. fever. She doesn't have the symptoms anymore. More than seven days from her quarantine. We're still a little scared, so I'll just give you one of these. What is this? Are they give surfers? Just give you one of these. I have no idea. They think of this video is around this mansion. Just give you one of these. Bella has, of course, taken the video. This is the dream. Just to be back up. I love when he talks to his son and he clearly hasn't talked to him ever. Thank you for taking care of everything you had to. Thank you. Oh, 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 oh. His son did not get the call. Oh, his son looks hideous. His son looks like his grand, grandpa. Look at the big nose, the big ears, shit hairline. Oh. What did he say? Thank you for doing everything you had to do. Hey, Chris, how old is your son? What grade is he in? <laughs> What's his favorite team? Ask the au pair and the nanny. They know better than you, you fucking phony. This was really amazing. I kind of want to make this my number one. Uh, I did a parody of it that wasn't as good as this. Oh, there it is. All right. This is it. The official re-entry from the basement, cleared by the CDC. Sweaty, was working out. <laughs> that happens. My oh. joke that happens wasn't as douchey as his. It happens. All right, so that was a fantastic one. We put a good one at number six. Number five, this was a, fair, a famous viral moment where he said, show me anywhere, any kind of founding father document. Oh my God, did it play the kid. Uh, one of the greatest clips ever, ever on the internet. Someone says, you have to protest peacefully. Is this it? Where you have to peaceably protest. It's not what you do. It's never been written down. Because I don't read. <laughs> yeah. And please, show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. And please... It's the, the First Amendment. You just gotta look it up, Mr. Kummel. Mr. Kummel. Uh, that fat kid, he was eating ramen out of a bag, by the way. The dregs, that, that's gotta be the dregs. I've never done that. Ramen right out of a bag. 
The nigga couldn't afford water to make it into actual noodles. Yeah. <laughs> the right to peaceably assemble is in the First Amendment. Number four, we all know what's going on with the legal aliens. Mexico, this started with, the, well, it really got wind with Vincente Fox, where he said, look, prisons are full. Let's just throw all the rapist murderers over the border. America can deal with them. Subsequently, you have a much higher crime rate. Now, statisticians who don't like that, they muddle the waters by comparing south side of Chicago and Baltimore with some little Nevada town that has a lot of illegals. And they say, see, they're not bad for the crime rate. No, 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 no. When you compare illegal aliens to every other citizen, they commit crimes wildly, disproportionately more then they are represented in the population. But Chris Cuomo and this silly affirmative action hire, as she files her nails and Chris just goes, nope, yeah, nope, nope. Our, An actual uh, non-affirmative right, right, action right. hire, a hard-working researcher like Steve Cortez, who's from... Well, I'll never be Republican, by the way. You had these faggots on your side and they grifted to the other side. By the way, something tells me they're going to try to come back. Um, you right-wing people. <laughs> the funniest thing, right-wing people didn't know they had grifters. Because the right-wing, they have something that the left-wing doesn't. The one credit. The absolute one credit I will give you right-wingers that left-wingers do not have. Principles. The one thing I'll give you, niggas. And that's a pretty important thing. The one thing I'll give you is... Hungry, which isn't a lot of shit. Well, there's one thing you have is principles. The lefties, they don't got them. In fact, they argue against them. Familiar with John Lott explains why they're both wrong. Uh, I, I don't think it is, but I think he's going to continue going back to it. Final point, Steve What Cortez. you just cited about, about criminality between native-born and immigrants, first of all, that's not true. There's a lot of conflicting studies. But even no, there if isn't. True. Only no, when you no include yeah, yes, legal entry no. as criminality, do you get the numbers where you want them. No, that's, that's not false. true. Yes, that's, that's not true. John yes. Lott did an extensive study of Arizona. There are, there are conflicting Please. studies. But, but he didn't make any final thing and lost. No even if I were to grant you that point, who's John even, Lott? Chris? Yes, there are. No but even if I—that's fake not news to say there are not. It's fake no, news. It's fake but, news but for you to inject to, if, BS. Okay, and say that it's look, equal to the real data. It's not Continue. BS. But even if I were to, even if this I were to, this is Steve getting that, the last word. Okay, the point is the illegal alien crime point. rate should be zero. It should be. You can do your nails. You know who can't do their nails? Are people who have been killed, Anna, by dangerous known illegal aliens who've been allowed to stay in this country because of the leftist policies that people like you promote in so-called sanctuary cities I'm so tired to allow of them to hide in plain sight. Just and because then, you want to compromise well, I don't care if you're your tired values. Of it. Go back to Listen, I don't go care. back to filing I don't your care nails. What you call me to me, <clears> but guess what? As Officer as Singh, go back to uh, go back well, to filing your nails. Officer Singh in California can't file his you nails, Anna Navarro. Maybe you can. Great news show, Chris. Great way to give your guest the last word. Number three, of course, remember him kissing his brother's ass? The only thing more solipsistic and disgusting and tedious watching these two 
fillet each other like an incestual 69 was the way the media loved every second of it. Oh, Cuomo sexuals. <laughs> this fucking asshole. Okay, we'll get to that in a second. Let's just show the montage from now this. Back to the show. Mom told me I had to. Can you play a xylophone? Governor Andrew Cuomo, I appreciate yeah. you coming on the show. I love you. I'm proud of what you're doing. I know you're working hard for I your state, you. but no matter how hard you're working, there's always time to call mom. She wants to hear from I won't you. torture you with, with this entire so montage. You know. It goes yeah. on and on with cutesy little things about the sauce and their noses and mom said this and dad said that. It's fucking gross. And you go, okay, so the most trusted news source in America can have an anchor say to his guest, I love you. I'm guessing there'll be some bias there. No, no, no. It's okay to do that if Chris, if Andrew is doing well. Andrew was doing great at the time. You know why? Because he used the staff there to help him write a book about how wonderful he is as he murdered 15,000 people. Trump brought in a hospital boat. Put him on the boat. Mm, that might make Trump look good. No, we're not doing that. Leave the boat empty. Put them in old folks' homes. Uh, a lot of people are dying. How many? 7,000. No, Andrew. It's 15,000. And you finally pushed it, Teflon Don. You finally pushed it so far that the DNC and the left went, we got we to gotta, uh, uh, unload this, this dead weight. We got to cut him loose. He's a tumor. Okay, well, we'll just say that he killed 7,000 extra people, 15,000 total. And they went, no, no one gives a shit about that. We'll say he raped a bunch of chicks. Okay, well, fine. Uh, good news. He kind of did. He was grabbing tits, grabbing asses. All right, let's run with that. Because in today's society, being a mass, uh, uh, toxic society. masculinity is worse than murder. <laughs> I don't care. Hey, however he goes down, I don't care if a piano falls on his head as long as he goes down. And as long as his reputation is destroyed, I'm happy. So fuck you, Andrew Cuomo. And uh, let's see your brother who just said, I love you. Let's see what he does when the media isn't up your ass and you're not popular. Can you report about him then? That's number two. I'm aware of what's going on with my brother. And obviously, love. I cannot cover it because he is my brother. Oh. Now, of course, CNN has to cover it. They have covered it extensively, and they will continue to do so. I have always cared very deeply about these issues and profoundly so what issues the killing of the old people or the groping of the tits which of course brings us to number one i said rape here because it's a it's a quicker word andrew didn't rape anyone but he sexually assaulted them he was a grabber he claims he was italian yeah okay i don't know where it is in italy you're allowed to put your hands up some chick's shirt and honk her tits and say tune in tokyo but the amazing thing about this is chris used cnn resources it's that Cuomo rich kid arrogance where I'm going to have my staff write a book about how awesome I am, even though I got $5 million. He got a $5 million advance. Hire some ghostwriters to do your work. You don't use your fucking staff, moron. And Chris here started using his staff and CNN's resources, which is the stupidest thing. He's also texting. Hey, if you're such a wise guy, why are you texting? You ever watch The Sopranos? You're supposed to meet in a cafe and say, did you get that thing about the stuff? You don't text and go, hey, that woman that is trying to get you, she's a whore. I'm going to dig up shit on her using CNN's LexisNexis 
uh, applications. I'm going to use all of CNN's resources. Send. You're obviously not a wise guy. You're a fucking amateur poser zip douche. Um, so let's hear this with the old uh, using the CNN to help his brother get out of sexual assault charges. Cuomo attempted to kiss a woman, Anna Rausch, at a wedding. Chris Cuomo texted Cuomo's aide saying, quote, I have a lead on the wedding girl. Also in March, DeRosa texted Chris Cuomo, rumor going around from Politico, one to two more people coming out tomorrow. Can you check your sources? The CNN primetime host responded on it. So this is more... Fuck those two. I hate those two guys. Mr. Huffpo Progressive and Mr. Pussy Proud Boys Basher. Um, yeah, I hate a lot of people, but I'm so thankful. I feel like that kid in Animal House who's reading Playboy and a Playboy bunny comes flying through the window and he goes, Thanks, God! Like, God, I don't think you could do a better job of vanquishing my enemies than you've done with Andrew and Chris. Thank you so... I don't deserve it, but thank you. Slam dunk. Nailed it, Gav. Did you know that the guy who did the uh, thanks, God, is uh, a born-again Christian now? Say what? He's thanking God every day. Oh, I get you. Do you know what I'm talking about? I just, I did, I just mentioned the Animal House thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of my favorite scenes in the history of movies because they didn't fuck around with that movie. You know, like when you can see a fight that's half as I was watching Curb the other night, the one with Proud Boys in it, and this Mexican is fighting Larry David's ex-wife, and the fighting is up there with Robert De Niro in fucking the, uh, what's it called again? The Irishman. The Irishman. It's just like, it's so phony. But this woman, find that scene. They really launch her, dude. Thank you, God. <laughs> she got some air. Look at that. I, I think like three guys threw her. I think I can see an arm. Fucking tits. Oh, wait, wait, not there. But there. I don't know about that. I think that's her arm. There is one sh shitty scene in that movie when John Belushi falls backwards in the grass off the ladder. You know, he's staring at them and then he goes. Rrr. He lands what, on what is clear. Oh, God, this bush. Very weird. Very fucker. But she had a bush. Very weird. I've never been a pussy that was into shavings. Hookers included. Bush? Clearly a mattress covering. You got a bush? I saw one when I was very young. I a bush. I got bush on the trunk. I share it all. I have bush in the 
Honestly, we should be easily evolving this bush. This bush. So, definitely. I check her daughter's theories. But you said need a razor. You said need a razor. I don't know why. I have a fucking dummy now. They're razors. They're razors. <coughs> act or umbo act. I can't shave that, you know. You know what I do is that I'm watching you do that. I got one of the hands on. It's razors. There's a bush. I'm going to go in here. Oh, okay. Grass, oh, yeah, yeah, and you yeah. see the grass peep things, like and you can see the bubbles in the whatever he drinks, uh, Jack Daniels. Well, we couldn't, uh, we couldn't see the bubbles when I was young because we had to bear the brunt of it. Oh, I see. The mist and the bubbles. The quality was so bad you couldn't see the bubbles. Yeah. Dang. Uh, let's do the war on kids. Let's. Living in an ageism era where children are seen as human garbage. Regulations to indoctrinate America's school children with poisonous and divisive left wing doctrines. On your feet, soldier! On your feet! 1 1, drag queen story time is gross. As one person put it, you guys make peanut butter. Uh, I can't believe this is still going. To help make the world safer and more inclusive, we have drafted the most perverted elements of the gay community and put them in front of kids. It's important to talk to your kids about gender identity. No, it's not. So on this Trans Day of Remembrance, we've partnered with Faye and Fluffy Storytime for a special reading of our storybook, Him, Hers, Them, and Theirs, to help start the conversation. Have you ever talked to kids they're not interested in sexual things. They're interested in video games. Some of them are interested in baseball. They're interested in something funny. Uh, maybe a mom slipped on a banana peel. They're interested in that. The way you define your gender and your sexuality, no. And if that appears in a movie you're, you're watching and someone starts kissing, they go like this. They're not into it. Thank God. But you know what? That trans thing makes me want to jump a little bit, Ryan. Over to three, four. I saw an interesting article about a study on trans deaths. And they're like, uh, no, trans people don't get murdered more than you and me. It's uh, female um, black. So male to fe female. So black drag queens get killed more than you and I, but they don't get killed more than your average black man. So they've skewed the statistics and there are some strange cases like it's, it's always the victims when you do these studies are always um, 
male to female. And I think it's like some woman who took some gangbanger home and he finds out that he just uh, sucked the fake tits of a dude and he loses his shit and kills her. But black and Latina trans women are the only subgroup of transgender people that actually face an abnormally high risk of being murdered. Black trans women in particular face a much higher risk of being murdered than the general population. However, black trans women in total make up only 4% of all transgender people, amounting to about 60,000 people in the country. Finally, black trans women face a disproportionately high risk of being murdered compared to the general population, but they actually face significantly less risk of being murdered than cisgender black males. In fact, all transgender people, including black trans women, face less risk of being murdered than cisgender males of the corresponding race. In other words, it's all a lie. By the way, they're the, we hate white people, people. People who hate white people only exist because of white people. But, um, I'm going to make. Like, um, it's a faggot view clip. What's the view going to do? They got rid of Meghan McCain. The anti trumper by now. So, they're trying to do their thing where. <laughs> Republicans. Republicans who hate Trump. So the actual Republicans. They're even doing her, her but at least she was like, oh, that bitch. I was a Republican, I hate Trump, I love Joe Biden. But, uh, yeah, I think that show, The View, is done. Get redundant, it'll get no views. The only one on there who's willing to argue. I think the show is done. They have it, yeah. We're done. That spick chick on that show. Most retarded chick ever, by the way. Sonny Hawson. Her prosecutor. Her prosecutor. I didn't know free speech is a thing. The, she's a retarded cunt. Fucking. Fucking. A front of an action case. She didn't really deserve it because she's Spanish, but got it anyway. Her action case. Of course, she worked for Obama's. Is her claim to fame. Oh, that shows things. Oh. How do they link to that article, Ryan? Go to the top so people can find it if they're curious. Quantifying the epidemic of violence against trans people. So it's a myth. And it goes back to that uh, Anna Navarro and Chris Cuomo just going, nope, nope, nope. They've heard the... Anna Navarro. They're on a show. She used to be Republican. I don't know when they shoot... Oh, when they lost... Republicans, you ever notice all the, we used to be Republican and then we lost all the time. You're like Rick Wilson and her. First version of the story and they haven't heard the myth being debunked. So they stop at that. 
because that's what they want to do. But Republicans, now they vote for abortion, pro-abortion. To eat. When people are confronted with data that contradicts their beliefs, they become more steadfast in their beliefs. I've had the privilege of growing up in As a tradition. John Lydon says, you believe what you want to believe on you. Apparently, if you're a Republican and he had abortion, but Trump became president, now you support it. No one can depend. Farewell, my farewell, the friend. All right, back Legends, to Legends, because we had to bear the brunt of them. That will never annoy me. <laughs> yeah, you were happily interrupted. Yeah. You're like, oh, wait. <laughs> Fuck what I was saying. My wife could be giving birth, and someone could play that on the TV, and I'd be like, one sec. Because <laughs> we had to bear the brunt of it. We couldn't indulge in the myths and the legends because we had to... Is that what he says? I was raised in a tradition that didn't have the privilege of... You have a black guy, the same guy, arguing about horror affirmative action and got destroyed. ...with the myths and legends because we had to bear the brunt of them. Shut the fuck up, Eddie. Uh, let's just throw this teacher on the pile. One, two. Yet another arrogant, no, you're not going to get fired. That's what's really so telling about these teacher confessionals is that they're so secure in their jobs that they can say dumb shit like this, I'm corrupt and I'm evil, and no one cares. To me, ranting about... One of my students asked me why every conversation in class devolves into me ranting about capitalism. It's because I'm the teacher that your parents warned you about. I'm the professor that's going to turn your kids leftist. Welcome. One of my students asked me why every conversation in class devolves into me ranting about... Even her tattoos are disgusting. Um, this brings us to a new segment within the war on kids and Ryan I'd like you to make something for that so you got to do a sprinkles thing and so do you people at home and let's do a war now, on kids now honest with you what's your thoughts they're winning in that level Gavin you can do your faggot proud boys you probably built in a problem but that bitch wasn't mine she's gonna turn what's your response to that being forced to get indoctrinated and this faggots doing twice on college campuses fuck college campuses well automation college isn't gonna matter soon what are you doing now to stop that cunt from teaching your three-year-old to be a weirdo that's what Gavin should be into by the way about the right wing people. We lost education. I completely gave it up. You completely gave it up? Uh, that's their teacher. And there's a funny thing. All the other teachers believe the same shit and they're going to teach it to your kids. You got rid of her. I don't know the eating gut was more about. What's your plan that, all right. We know a doctor didn't have in college. They don't have indoctrination in grade levels. Which I never seen before. Christmas thing. Can we make one of those? Of course, Gavin has no answer to it. Yeah, I'm just here and just doing it. I hate the proud boys. All right, uh, you're a failed. Nara acted as a leader, Gavin. 
It's like it's happening. We're gonna do it. Okay. You're all so good at this. Look at this beautiful backdrop. I, I noticed YouTube is going crazy ripping this show, and I highly uh, support it. If, as long as the clips are under 10 minutes, it doesn't. it's only good for us. But I was looking at it going, this this background, this show looks very professional. Great. Um, so the War on Christmas, we talked about this already a little bit. Seth Rogen and Sarah Silverman made a fuck you Christmas movie that ridicules the tradition. Uh, it got a lot of blowback and they are now taking that as proof that white supremacy is a major thing and anti-Semitism abounds. Okay, let me explain something. If I did a cartoon called Hanukkahs for Homos and it was all about how gay and stupid and shitty and fucking this and fucking that Hanukkah was, the backlash would include attacks on me. Uh, they attack Christianity They'd say that we're the chosen ones and you're losers. And then for me to go, look, anti-Christianity, it's everywhere, would be hypocritical and weak. You don't go around Harlem yelling the N-word and then when you get punched in the face, go, look at this, another anti-white attack. You drew first blood. You ridiculed Christmas, which is an attack on Christianity. Make no bones about it. And people said, fuck you. And they were very creative. They were aware that the movie was predominantly funded, created, produced by Jews. Not Orthodox Jews, by the way. Secular Jews. Ginos. Jews in name only. So when Ginos pick a fight with Christians, the retaliation is going to involve Judaism. Clearly. And that's what they got. Did you know the ships that brought the gingerbread men over to the Americas during the Atlantic gingerbread trade had elvish names? <laughs> And they're funny. Sorry. Don't Nick Fuentes me for laughing. What was the other one? Oh, yeah. Check out the producers on IMDb. They're all elves. The Zykebler bee gas was only used to treat typhus outbreaks in Santa's workshop. <laughs> but you never hear about that because all the Christmas carols are written by elves. <laughs> it's, we're, we'd like to apologize in advance for laughing. And then one day, for no reason at all, people voted Rudolph Antler into power. <laughs> I mean, his name is Rudolph. They're adorable. There's another one that's really great. Did you know elves had been knocked off at least 109 shelves? Somehow they always end up climbing back on and making rules about knocking them off. And they always display the same voracious elfnocentrism that got them knocked off the shelf in the first place. Some might suggest it's simply time to take the shelf down. The international elf is the world's foremost problem. So, by the way, I can laugh at that because it's also a parody of, of Nazism. Um, no, wait a minute. Let me rephrase that. I can laugh at that because I want to, because it's funny. I, it's, I'm, I'm not beholden to anyone to explain why that's amusing. Oh, this is the best one, of course. The old Cookie Monsters bit. Six million presents every Christmas Eve. That's not possible. It takes about one to five minutes to wrap a gift. 600 minutes in a Christmas night with four to six elves. That would be 3,600 presents max. I mean, what did you expect? And it's not just a sacred tradition like, I don't know, the, the drinking the blood of Christ or the wafers you get. This is Santa. So it's our children. So it's a Christian adjacent tradition that is all about our children's innocence and them experiencing joy. And you shat on it. So you're going to get shit on, dummy. White supremacy is to blame. 
And then the other people, the other reaction to that is without getting into the Nazi stuff, they just go, maybe it sucked, Seth. Did you ever consider that possibility? But um, I hate you so much, you fucking faggot. I hate you. I hate you so much, you fucking faggot. <laughs> uh, but this, this, baby monsters have been sending this stuff in relentlessly. Um, have you seen these? So that's an attack on Santa, but there's also this gay Santa going around. This is slightly old, but um, I think it's Finnish, Norwegian, but it's a fucking commercial about fucking Santa in his ass. <laughs> Come a long way since the m and Seth and Sarah could desecrate the tradition. <laughs> Go full screen. Holy shit, I saw Santa. I can't wait to fuck him. Why would that cross your mind? Isn't Santa all about kids? Why are you sexualizing something that's all about kids? Like, why don't you fuck Barney the Dinosaur while you're at it? Is this the next year? Or does he keep coming back for more? Oh, they're showing time go by? Attack on Christianity. That was a weird scene, wasn't it? I guess they're saying he's a fun gay uncle. I had a gay uncle. It was pretty fun. Aren't gays into younger guys? Did they fuck, or what did they do there? It's a dildo. It's a condom. How am I gonna fit that in my ass? It's a pine cone. <laughs> <laughs> Your butt plug hurt. Butt plug? <laughs> the fucking decoration. No, I hung it on the tree in my ass. This is a long courtship, but four years before you guys make out? So how many kids didn't get presents because those guys were riffing? <laughs> you missed all of Africa. Why do they want to do this so bad? I've been naughty, Santa. I like how they try to make gays romantic all the time. Yeah, it's, the, this is sorry, way too guys. much foreplay. They, for we think...
we're nuts because we had threesomes. They have eightsomes. <laughs> they have AIDS sums. <laughs> <laughs> when you go to a gay bathhouse, you have to wear rubber boots because there's an inch of cum on the ground. <laughs> I wonder how this guy is perceived in his community. How come uh, Klaus isn't uh, dating anyone? He thinks he's in a relationship with Santa. He says Santa comes every Christmas and fucks him. Oh my God. Well, we have great social services here in Finland. He can go to a loony bin. Merry Christmas. Here's some gay stuff. I don't know if he's giving gifts to anybody else, but he just came over and emptied his bag. Oh wait, he got dumped. Someone else is dropping off presents this year. Yeah, we took a little assistance this year. So I come here together with you. Ooh, you're old. I think gays call that a troll. And then the young boys they like to bone are called twinks. Here we go. Put on your puking hat. Oh, no, 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 no. Stop, stop, stop. No, 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 in the States. I'll eat your ass. <laughs> ah, fuck you, Norway. Kiss my ass. It's quiet. Yeah, no, right. it's quiet for him. Ew. Wow. Um, all right, we need a palate cleanser here. That what was, could possibly? That was unpleasant. I'd like to talk about, and to my friend Arthur Quanley, pull up some of his art so we can have some context. All right. Cool dude. Very popular. Always surrounded with hot chicks, surrounded by hot chicks, I should Meow. say. Uh, he's kind of a rock star in the New York scene. Uh, very prolific, very hardworking dude. And uh, zoom out, I don't like the scrolling thing here. And uh, he did a lot of neat paintings, a lot of variety, somewhat realist. Lots of lions and tigers and stuff. And he would win awards and sell out. Art Basel. The Art Basel is a thing in Miami where all the top, top cool people go. And uh, if you're popular there, you're you're popular in the whole country. It's the spot to be. It's the World Series well, of, like, I don't want to say hipster art, but Sailing good fine art. What, what are you doing? Why'd you stop? I'm going to go to his Instagram. Oh. Uh, talented artist. And then something happened. Word got out. That he is not as politically aligned. No, sorry. Let me rephrase that. If you're not 100% with us, you're 100% against us. So word got out. That's not my, me talking. That's them. Word got out that he's not 100% with the radical left. And once that happened, everything tanked. He went to zero. I mean, you can see this sort of renaissance influence in his work, right? 
he met wearing look at that smoke show his girlfriend is a 9.6 okay don't give anything away what a hottie does she have an instagram i want to stalk her what's that called being a simp it is being called a simp Anyway, not there. Uh, so a talented artist, and yet another example of the fascism of the left. I they want a gray communist world where when you go to an art gallery in New York, every painting you see is by an artist with the same views as you. Do you really want that? Do you want to go to see a concert and know the drummer, the keyboardist, and the bassist all agree with you on everything? What kind of drab world is that? What are the conversations? Why, why talk to anyone in a world like that? Everyone's your twin brother. Everyone's a fucking drone. They are pushing for a Pink Floyd video. We don't we need no education. Dong. What a fucking depressing universe they want. I want people that hate me to thrive. I want to go to an art gallery and see a huge variety of paintings from all different types of people. When I go to see a concert, I don't want to know their political beliefs. It's none of my business. I don't want to be guaranteed that the fucking banjo player from Mumford and Sons doesn't enjoy Andy No. Or Jordan Peterson. That's bizarre. Anyway, let's let's get to know Arthur Kwan Lee and ask him exactly what happened to his art career. Arthur, are you there, sir? I am here, my friend. Great you, to be here. How you doing? I'm good. All right, long story short, prominent local New York artist. Everything's going great. You accidentally get red-pilled, and now you're canceled. Yeah, well, um, I, I came out as pro-Trump, and essentially, you know, this is a microcosm of being deep platform across all these social medias like you have, but I've basically been blacklisted by all the Lower East Side, and they want nothing to do with me because I wear a red MAGA hat. So before that, you were known as a hot new artist. Uh, you're going to Art Basel in Miami. Yeah, you, you know, um, if, you, if you, it's pretty crazy because when I was in social camouflage and essentially being this beta male and not standing up for what I believe was right, I was getting all this coverage and getting multiple solo exhibitions. But the images that I was rendering were all historical. And needless to say, when conservatives make art, we believe in pedagogical standards because we're preserving tradition. And what happens is the the left is the, the social justice political correctness is matriculating into the arts and entertainment, obviously. So those are the gatekeepers. And I'm basically in conversation with these people that can castigate my income. And I, I just played their game until I was so fed up with their bullshit that now I'm in uh, limbo, <laughs> which but, is good, though. But when I look at your pre-red-pilled paintings, or I should say your pre-Trump paintings and your post-Trump paintings, they both seem fairly similar. It's not like you were drawing bunnies one year and then you started drawing Trump on a fucking stallion the next year. Yeah, well, but that doesn't matter. It's because it's it has nothing to do with the art in like there's art and then there's the art industry and the art industry. You know, it's it's this little occultic club of, um, you know, uh, they worship the matriarch that we live in today. Yeah. You know, and, and it's again, 
I was a part of this cool kids club, and I, I was participating in their vanity and all their parties. And I, again, like you said, I was going to Art Basel every year. I was a White Hot Magazine, Art Verge, all of these things. And for me, I, I got to the point where, you know, I was, I was raised, uh, I'm a Christian personally. And, you know, all the things that I believe in, all the imagery that I'm trying to capture in my paintings, it's not, they're not random, right? I'm, I'm trying to denote, you know, um, I'm trying to bring forth the beauty that has historically been passed down. And I think the main thing, Gavin, the main thing is that the left is a propounder of relativism. And I'm seeing that in the aesthetics today. That's why in Art Basel 2019, which is the one where I sold out multiple shows at Scope, the most hot work of art that sold was a banana duct taped to a wall. Because only a person who believes that gender is a social construct will look at that as art. Right. Yeah. And, and, and it's all boundaries dissolving. And I'm getting to this point where I'm recognizing that, like, you know, <laughs> the, the left is, they just want to destroy any sense of objectivity and boundaries because they ultimately want to get rid of masculinity. And that's what I'm really feeling in the gallery lately. Yeah. So what red-pilled you? What brought you over to the dark side? Or were you always here? I, I, got, I got to tell you, man, like, uh, I, I want to first say that my anarchist conservative predilections are first and foremost aesthetic reasons. Everyone likes to talk about these political dispositions and, and, and the numbers and the spreadsheeting and the pie charts, and, and I appreciate all that. But bottom line is I would rather have my daughter look like a feminine conservative girl than this lesbianic septum pierced 100 pound i mean i'm sorry 400 pound uh pig so it's <laughs> it's purely it's aesthetic first man it is aesthetic first for yeah, me yeah i never heard that and, one before i agree with yeah. you yeah 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 you know you know we talk, we say politics is downstream from culture like this empty mantra right but if you're actively engaging in that then you realize that no we have far superior aesthetics because they're grounded in philosophy and as an artist, I always tell people, I didn't even choose to go to the right. I was pushed to the right. You know, it's like I did a show in one gallery in the Lower East Side, and a critic came. And right now, the, the, the sacred cow at that time was Black Lives Matter. All the galleries are showing black artists and, you know, this, this, this um, um, you know, the black excellence, whatever you call it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the critic asked me, he said, how does it support Black Lives Matter? I said, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, what, what do you want me to say? And um, I've had so many other things. And I think me also speaking disparagingly about Stop Asian Hate also like definitely uh, made it created some momentum to getting blacklisted as well. Cause what do I you was, mean? You're against stopping Asian hate? You like Asian hate? I love it. <laughs> no, no. It's, you know, I, I often say that, uh, you know, if you look at the generation above me, the, the Koreans who came here legally and said, we want to become Republicans and Americans when we come to this country. If you look at that, that Korean generation, mm -hmm. the ones who are on the rooftops in L.A., right? The ones who embraced the Second Amendment. They were telling all these young Asians, these privileged liberals in New York City, Knock that shit off. What are you doing with the Stop Asian Hate? This is the, exactly how they're trying to, um, they're trying to use you like Black Lives Matter. And I agree with them. You know, so I what agree. are they saying you should do? Just like punch, fight back physically. 
Yeah, 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 exactly. I, I think, you know, it's crazy because there is a moral imperative behind violence. And it's like, it's like at the end of the day, violence is a reality. And there's a big difference between fighting fire with fire and the person who started the initial fire. You have, a, you have to be able to protect yourself. And I, I call out Stop Asian Hate the same way I call out Black Lives Matter, you know, because you're trying to make us victims. And, you know, the whole Asian... Asian culture, if there is a pride in it, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't do the Asian thing, I'll be honest. I don't know if Ryan does. <laughs> I'm teasing. <laughs> Ryan can barely speak English, and he was born here. That's, there you go. Um, I, I, Hold on, I don't, just I don't, to interrupt here, I, sh- I should catch him up to date. Arthur Kwan Lee, <laughs> I guess that's Cantonese. By the way, I just <laughs> brought in like that, my man. painting today. Can he review it? It sucks. Sure, sure, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you oh, suck. It's the real man. Hey, come on, we can't, we can't, um, we can't all we be can't... good at painting. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I was gonna that's say, but yeah. <laughs> so, so let's get let it like a, a metric of of this uh, this cancellation. Like, if you're selling a hundred paintings. In 2014, what are you selling in 2021? So I, I don't, I don't, I'm not selling that frequency. I, I sell, I don't sell a hundred paintings a year. I sell several paintings for quite a bit. So I don't do, there's, there's commercial art and then there's fine art. I'm a fine artist. So yep. in the commercial space, it's more of, uh, you know, quantity over quality, right? Okay. So let's so say paintings. five, not a hundred. Um, yeah. No, well, I mean, more than five too. <laughs> um, uh, but 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 I'll, I'll sell to the point where I mean like basically the galleries take fifty percent, but the point is they sell, they sell frequently. And to give perspective on the question you ask, an artist who um, is doing well in New York City, they'll get maybe one solo a year. You know, um, twenty nineteen I had six solos, so wow. I was having a great year, um, and I was getting a lot of PR associated with it. And I've screenshotted all those that have been taken down as well, which is pretty funny. <laughs> uh, but uh, I've gone to the point where like. I'm in a, I, I tell people that I'm, I'm, a, I'm a tranny because I'm in, I'm in a transition period where I'm becoming independent now, right? So now I'm not selling at the same rate, but now there's no one taking this 50% cut from me because I'm, I'm having other people do it in-house now. So Okay, but um, I need some beef here. I need some, some mathematical examples of your cancellation. I, I can't exhibit with any of the galleries in not one yeah no that's why i'm going to florida because the the you know south florida area there are galleries that are not so woke i'm so moving to florida shortly. you got six you had six show uh, shows in 2019 the the word was not really out that you were full mega back then you were still the the media darling the art world darling and when you do those six shows, that's anywhere in Manhattan, anywhere in Brooklyn, you could go. And you would be a darling. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. And then boom. Word gets out that you're MAGA, and it's now zero. They want nothing to do with me, Gavin. <laughs> they want nothing to 